Fritz here with you. Starting lineups announced. Let's go through them uh, quickly. Let's start with the visitors, the Gladwin Flying Jays. They will start number 10, Junior Seth Mead. Number 11, Junior Donald Corlew III. Number 12, Senior James Massey. Number 23, Junior Jaden Miske. And number 24, Senior Dalton Peters. And for the host Panthers, Brody Sullivan's a junior. Preston Kahn, a sophomore. Brock Bartlett, number 12, is a junior. Cale Coyne, a senior. And the other senior is Cooper Prout, number 42. Dalton Peters for Gladwin in their full royal blue, and Brody Sullivan for Standish will jump. Tip is swatted out of bounds by the Flying G's, so it will go to Standish Sterling. They will work left to right here on your radio dial. Brad Allen, Ryan Fritz here with you. High atop the Standish Sterling Panthers, Jim. Sullivan will inbound. Work it up top to uh, number 11. That is uh, Preston Kahn. Kahn goes left wing. Goes down inside to Sullivan. Sullivan works to the free throw line. Kick out Con. Con drives down the right baseline. Takes a little mid-range jumper a little long. Rebound pulled down by the Flying G's. Yeah, Preston's worked his way into the starting lineup for the Panthers. He came off the bench earlier in the year. He's now a starter. Uh, tough shot there to start, but don't let that shake your confidence, young man. Jaden Miskey up top to Dalton Peters. Peters right side to Massey. Massey looks to drive, gets to the elbow, and then kicks it back out to Miskey. Well, Massey hurt himself or something, but he just kind of stopped on a dime there and didn't move, and he looks a little bit gimpy as he walks. Uh, good drive there by, who was that, 10 Mead? Yeah, 10 Mead to the bucket for two, and we've got a score. We've broken the ice here at Stanis Sterling. Into a, looks like full court man-to-man for Gladwin. Sullivan drives down the lane, kicks it down low to Prout. Brown kicks it back outside, and the Panthers will start their offense. Yeah, they heard Stanis Sterling up a little bit there. Stanis Sterling should be no stranger as Prout tries a three ball. It's no good, but they should be no stranger with all those guards on the floor to a little bit of a press. Rebound pulled down by Donald Corlew third here for Gladwin. Gets it to Meade. Meade's going to work to the left wing of the Stanis Sterling man-to-man defense. Down to the block to Massey. Massey works against Prout. Spins Looks to go over his right shoulder, just turns, fades away, no good. Offensive rebound pulled down by Peters. No, he lost it to Bartlett, and Brock Bartlett will bring it up for the Panthers. Go left side to number 14, that is Cale Coyne. Coyne, Coyne. a shooter, also can come off the bench. He's kind of like the microwave, and, and we're going to get an offensive foul here on Preston Kahn. 6-12 remaining in our first quarter, 2-0. Gladwin is, yep, do get that offensive foul on Great take there by Seth Mead as he got in the way, got got in line, got his feet set, took it right in the chest, and fell square a la Shane Battier from years ago, Detroit Country Day, and then Duke, and then a tour in the NBA, and that's exactly what it looked like. Seth Mead works across the timeline here for the Flying G's. He's got it on the right wing, up top to Corlew, left side Miskey. Miskey going to get a screen from Massey. Miskey works to the free throw line, drives inside, tries to get it down low to Peters. It's picked off. Here come the standard Sterling Panthers. Quickly up the floor as Prouty's ahead of everybody. Layup at the rim. It's short. Rebound pulled down by Gladwin's Chase Massey. Proud alligator armed that one. He had an open layup, had a defender coming from his back, did a nice job of protecting the ball with the rim and the net, but uh, left the layup a little bit short. Meade works up top. Great defense up top by the Panthers, pushing it all the way out to the logo, and then work back inside in a pass a little too high for Miski from uh, Donald Corlew in its turnover to the Panthers. I think the uh, Panthers listened to our pregame and said, hey, we're not playing very good defense because that was great defense by Bartlett, a very unselfish kid who, uh, who prides himself in exactly that. 
Kahn works his way through the full court man-to-man, fires it down low, and unable to handle it was Kale Coyne. It'll go to Gladwin. Yeah, someone ate a little too much popcorn before the game because we've had three loose balls, two of which ended up in turnovers in the first two and a half minutes here. Two to nothing, Gladwin, 518 to play in our first quarter. Meade will bring it across the timeline, working man-to-man on Bartlett. Gets by him, drives, kicks it out to Corlew a little bit unnecessarily. Thought he had him beat. Corlew will drive down the left lane, go up at the rim, right hand on the left side, no good. Rebound pulled down by the Panthers. Corlew, a very good football player. I remember hearing Kurt Romberger say that name many times. As uh, They've got a little run-and-jump trap here going that's causing Stanis Sterling some fits. That is Gladwin. Up top now, left side, Brody Sullivan. Sullivan works up top, Bartlett. Bartlett. Straight on three, a little long. Rebound pulled down by Seth Mead. That's a good look for Bartlett coming off a double screen there, a little horn screen. Miski, a left wing three block from by Sullivan and rebounded by Proud for the Panthers. Here comes Stanley Sterling. Khan will bring it up the floor. Khan will go left side to Bartlett. End-to-end action here, not very clean by either team. I think both coaches will be disappointed in how they started the game. It looks sloppy. Driving down the left lane is Sullivan. Kick outside. Open three for Khan. Knock it down. Excuse me. That was Kale Coyne, number 14. And Panthers are on the board. They lead 3-2. to two. That's what Kale Coyne does. Uh, he often comes off the bench and does exactly that. Just instant offense. He can shoot it from just about anywhere on the floor. Chase Massey drives on Prout into the lane. Goes up and got an awkward shot to fall. And just like that, the Flying G's take the lead again. They lead 4-3. to three. Working across the timeline is Khan gets it up to Bartlett. Bartlett right side to Brody Sullivan. Looks inside, nothing there. We'll go back up top to Kale Coyne, left side Brock Bartlett. Thought about the three, drives down the left side, works to the right, and he'll be fouled. Go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, Bartlett got hammered. Stan Sterling looked a little out of sorts there. They finally got into their flex offense. The offense they've run for a very long time and, and, and got a good look off of a screen and a drive by Bartlett. So Bartlett with 3.35 to play in our first quarter. We go to the line. Panthers trail 4-3. to three. Quick trip here as we uh, talk to you. These Tonight's game is brought to you by Aranac Bay Veterinary Service of Standish, uh, the Standish Pharmacy, and Box Drop of Standish. And a a shout-out on that one, and I know we, we give everybody equal time, but a shout-out to that um, as, as Standish... Uh, excuse me, as Aranac Bay Veterinary Service just did surgery last Monday on one of my dogs, as a matter of fact, oh, okay. and they did a spectacular do- job. So thank you, Dr. John, if you're listening, as Bartlett hits the second free throw. Two for two at the line. Panthers take the lead 5-4. to four. They'll work into a 2-2-1 two, two, uh, press. Might be full court man that they'll work into a trap. Gladwin does get it inbounded and works it quickly up the floor. It's picked off by Newman and Caleb Emmons. Here come the Panthers. Left side, Khan dribbles into a mid-range jumper too long. Offensive rebound, Emmons. That's what Emmons will do for you, too. Hustle plays. It's what he did uh, last year for them a ton of times. Comes off the bench, gives some energy. Brody Sullivan up top, pump fake a three. Working against Jace Massey. Goes left side, Kale Coyne. Coyne down to Emmons. Emmons straight up, and he is fouled and will go to the line to shoot two. It's funny how people just find a way to get involved very quickly, and Caleb Emmons did that. He stole a long pass at the front court. Um, You know, he hustled after an offensive rebound. He found a seam in the defense, and here he finds himself at the free throw line. He's got the 90s Justin Timberlake frosted (laughs) tips going, uh, the hair. It's going to be March, not May. Not May, May. yeah. It's going to be March. Yeah, tell me not to sing on the air anymore. Okay, that's not a <laughs> You're good idea. You're gonna get fired just as fast as you got hired. We're, we're gonna lose people. First one, no good. Second one by Emmons. 
Also no good. Jump ball on the rebound will go to Gladwin. 3.03 to play in our first quarter, 5-4. to four. Standish Sterling, low-scoring lead over top of Gladwin. Ugly but entertaining. I think that's what I would say this game yeah. is so far. Both teams are, are putting out a little full-court press here, and and Coyne almost had a steal. Um, but just a little bit sloppy, like they haven't played in a couple days, and, and I, I think it must be Tuesday night or something. It's not quite that Friday night atmosphere that we normally get here at Standish Sterling. Inbound goes to Peters. Stuck in his own corner, looking to get it up. A lot of bodies just surrounding the basketball. Quickly up floor is Massey. Massey got behind everybody and makes a nice, easy left-handed layup. They lost him. Gladwin retakes the lead, 6-5. to five. Quickly up the floor of the Panthers. Brody Sullivan gets by everybody, and he lays it in. It was almost an instant replay and rewind as the ball went sideline and then middle as the ball went middle and then sideline. So two easy buckets here, maybe cleaning things up a little bit, becoming a lot less sloppy. Bays picking up a little bit. Ben Varellin spins in the lane. Left-hand layup. No, but Brody Sullivan whacked him on the arm, and Ben Varellin goes to the line to shoot two. Yeah, again, both teams are now breaking the press, having a little bit more success against it, getting some easy layups. We'll see which coach changes it up, maybe pulls it back to half court, or just plays a, a, a man-to-man defense that both of these teams are known for. 228 to play in the first 7-6 to six currently. Standish over the top of Gladwin. Varellin ties it. 7-7. Seven, seven. Quick subs from both teams as Varellin has checked in here, and then we just mentioned uh, 32 Emmons for Standish Sterling. Yeah, Varellin checked in for Jaden Miskey. He goes 2-for-2 two two at the line, and we've got another lead change. It's 8-7 to seven, Gladwin. Those free throws become important in close games. That's something we mentioned in the pregame. Little things mean a lot, especially when you're playing close games like the Panthers have the last week or two. And this game should be close all the way through. All the numbers say this should be a one- or two-point game pretty much all night long. Right side, Brody Sullivan. Stazzable stolen by Massey. Big man racing down the floor. Good body control, but can't get the layup to go. And rebounded by the Panthers. Yeah, good hustle there by Emmons. Made him switch hands in the air, and Massey couldn't quite hang on to it and get it to go. Cotton a little fade away at the rim. No good. Rebound thrown out by Emmons to Brody Sullivan. Impact right away. Caleb Emmons. Standish Sterling gets another chance, gets another offensive opportunity. Coin inside to Sullivan. He can't get that one to go. Rebound comes down to the Gladwin Flying G's and Jace Massey. No one stops the ball. He drives right in and plows over Caleb Emmons. Another big play from Emmons as he draws a charge. Yeah, that was a good take by Emmons, and it, it wasn't textbook take, but it sure looked like Massey was out of control, put his shoulder down, and it is called the player control foul. That's what it was. That was not Caleb Emmons necessarily making a play. That was Jace Massey dropping the shoulder like a fullback, and uh, that's going to lead to the foul. Now, I didn't see a lot of Gladwin football this year, but Massey, I'm guessing, was a football player. Yes, he was. Judging by his size, I would hope he was on the football field this year. Darn good one at that. And Seth Mead's going to rip it away from Coyne. Gets it to Massey again. Good body control. And Massey floats at the rim and lays it in. He's got six points. Gladwin leads 10-7. to Biggest lead of the game for either team. And all of Massey's points have come just like that. In transition, on the break, the big fella can get out and run. Works it to uh, Coyne on the right wing for three in the tie. No good, but Emmons offensive rebound. Who lays it up and in. Yeah, good good luck there, Coyne. Coyne had a good look, and Emmons was there for the offensive rebound. Kind of a, a Dennis Rodman-esque, always there for the rebound. Seth Mead down the lane, had it poked away by Brody Sullivan. Here come the Panthers. Four on two, into the lane. Con Brock Bartlett has stepped through, and he lays it in. 
Panthers take the lead, 11 to 10, 30 seconds remaining in the quarter, and a pass too high for Seth Mead. It's a turnover back to the standard Sterling Panthers. Yeah, we'll get a break here as Miski checks back in for Gladwin for Massey. Massey's going to get a quick break, and we're going to see one more off the bench is Matthew Lechner, his first action of the night. Lechner will check in for Dalton Peters. 29, 29.5 seconds left. We get a little break in the end-to-end action there. Brad gets a chance to catch his breath, and Gladwin has stayed in that full-court press, but not as much of a trapping concept. Just a full-court man, a little token. Emmons has it on the left wing for the Panthers. Kick to the left corner now. And Meade got a hand on a pass, and now he gets a steal. Gets it to Miski. Back to Meade. Good passing. Layup is good. And the Gladwin Flying G's take the lead. 12-11. Just a few seconds left as Meade lays that one in. His second bucket. And up the floor. Stolen by Varellen. Half-court shot at the buzzer a little bit long. And that ends a wild but good first quarter as it is after one. Gladwin 12, Standish 11 on WKJC, your power station for sports. So. Twelve eleven, Gladwin over Standish Sterling to start our uh, second quarter here. Yes, and tonight's game is brought to you by Compassionate Care Home Health Services of West Branch. Dan Mills Well Drilling. Hello, Danny. Uh, we've got Baron Medical, or excuse me, Baron, excuse me, Baron Mechanical of Omer. I'll get that one right. And Metal Lodge of Sterling, and I apologize for that one as uh, our, our broadcaster there, Stefan, was kind of speaking over me in my ear, so I will get those ones back out there. That was Baron uh, Mechanical of Omer, so thank you, Baron Mechanical, for bringing this to us tonight and having us up here. Stan Sterling to inbound. That looks like Keegan Wendell into the game for the first time, drives the lane, pulls up a little floater, and welcome to the game, Keegan, as it now makes it 13-12 for the Panthers, just 10 seconds here into the second quarter. It's going to be all about energy in the second quarter. Uh, if the Panthers and Flying G's can keep up the pace they had at the end, if we go back to that kind of slow pace we saw in the first half of the first quarter. Three-point try there by Seth Mead, and he knocked it down. So here you go, end-to-end action. I said earlier, it's been slow and sloppy. All of a sudden, we're going end-to-end like a track meet. Wendell breaks the press, swings it over to Preston. Excuse me, there's a three-pointer in the corner. That was Fagan, no good. Offensive rebound, guess who, Brad? And offensive putback, guess who, Brad? Into the ball game, making a huge impact off the bench. Caleb Emmons gets the and one, and the foul was on 23, which is Jaden Mieske for from Gladwin, his first. Can we put a WKJC player of the game out already? Can we just say it's Caleb Emmons? I mean, it's player of the first quarter for sure. First first nine minutes for sure. Emmons free throw off the back iron, no good. Good rebound there by Donald Corley third, And he wants to push the tempo himself into the front court. And out of bounds off his left hand is good hustle there. Emmons and Kahn both put a stop to him. Emmons is 0 for 3 at the line, though. That's something we've got to work on. Well... Yes, but he's created a lot of other opportunities, and, and the guy I compared him to, Dennis Rodman, was not a good free throw shooter either. Inbound trap there is Fagan. He lost the handle to Meade. Meade into the front court. Good defense there. Spins in the lane. Knocked away. Into the corner goes Ben Varellen. Back to Meade on the wing. Varellen from the corner for three. Back iron no good. Rebound Emmons. And he will headman the ball up ahead. Wendell finds Fagan for the layup. Blocked. Oh, great hustle there. As who was that? Was that Mead? 
Yes, Sneed Smead. comes out of nowhere, blocks that one from behind, and Gladwin will slow the pace down and cross half court with the ball in the hands of Corlew. Well, the pace has been mine, you know, just going crazy these last four or five minutes or so, so I'm sure they could use the little break. Gladwin, a little pick and roll, two-man game, reverse, extra pass, nice extra pass, 23, Miski off the iron, no good. Hey, guess who got the rebound? Emmons. It's Caleb Emmons. It's his day. Caleb Emmons finding everything off the glass. Keegan Wendell into the front court between his legs, loses the handle. Good defense there by Varellen. Left wing is Preston Allen. No Top relation. of the key con, no relation. Okay, good to know. There's Keegan Wendell on the right wing, guarded tightly by Zero Varellen. Standish trying to get into their offense, looks a little sloppy. Wendell's just going to drive to his left, lay it up off the glass, and good. Keegan Wendell makes it 16 to, or excuse me, 17 to 15. Uh, three minutes, or excuse me, two minutes into the second quarter here. Just the pace that Wendell has come in. He's uh, come in and instantly had an impact when it comes to pace. So off the bench, so far it's been advantage of Panthers. Three-point try by Meade. Back iron, no good. Emmons with the rebound. He's fighting with his own teammate. And nice job there by Emmons and Kahn into the front court. Kahn, right wing Carter Fagan off the glass, no good. Rebound Allen, back to Kahn for three. No good. We're going to get a foul on the floor on Meade, I believe, as he and Carter Fagan were fighting for the rebound. Yep, just uh, Fagan went out for uh, the the rebound. Meade got a handle of his arm uh, and ended up uh, drawing the foul there. It is already the second team foul of the quarter. Caleb Emmons checks out of the game. How do you take that guy out of the game? He works so hard. Uh, Coach Coyne had to take him out. He'll get a two-minute break. He's, he's he worked up a sweat. Oh, good screen. We missed Allen there. Fagan will try a three off the inbound. Back iron, no good. And picking up the slack is Preston Allen. He lays it up on the offensive board. 19-15 now, Panthers. Five minutes and ten seconds to go here in the second quarter. I think this is an 8-0 run right now, uh, or 8-3 run right now by the Panthers. Back iron by Varellen. No good. Gets his own rebound. Keeps it alive. Around the perimeter, ball in the hands of Brody Varellen. Over to Meade. Meade drives to his right. Nice take off the glass by Meade. And that'll make it 19-17. And we're keeping that close game theme alive here, Brad Allen. Nine points already by Seth Meade. He's keeping the uh, close to game alive as Gladwin has gotten, uh, so far, 15 of their 17 points from either Jace Massey or Seth Meade. Nice screen and roll action there off of an off-ball screen. The ball came, ended up in the hands of Keegan Wendell, and he got the layup to go. Or excuse me, Kaysen Wendell. I keep saying Keegan. Keegan graduated a couple of years ago. So that's Kaysen. Keegan brother. was a good player, though. Keegan was a good player, but he's lost his eligibility. So Kaysen Wendell, sorry about that, bud, um, gets the layup 21-17 Panthers halfway through the second quarter. All energy for Case and Wendell is a travel here by Gladwin. All six points in the game and just coming from out working guys right now. Yes, exactly. And and actually it's been bench play for the Panthers. Wendell started the second quarter. He didn't play in the first quarter. Emmons came in two, three minutes into the game. Again, it's all been bench energy for the Panthers. As looks like Marshall King checks into the ball game for Standish Sterling. And he will inbound to Wendell. Hounded there by Brody Varellen. Into the hands of Bartlett in the front court. Stanley Sterling will start their offense. Screen for Wendell back up top. Now they're into that flex offense. Here comes Preston Allen, top of the key. Lots of movement, lots of screening action. Three-point try by King. I think we said that a lot last year, too, didn't we? Say a three-pointer by King is something we saw a lot. Easily largest lead of the game here 
for either team. Seven-point lead for the Panthers. 24-17, they get a steal. And again, off the bench comes King now, and it's been bench play for Stan Sterling taking care of the action. Bartlett spins in the lane. He gets two, and Coach Varellen is going to take a timeout for Gladwin. We'll be back 26-17. Standish Sterling on WKJC, your power station for sports. 26-17. Standish with the lead over Gladwin. They've made a run, but Gladwin going to look to answer, and they quickly do by breaking the press. But Varellen missed an easy wide-open layup. I was getting ready to say Varellen from Varellen, and, and he missed the layup. Into the front court comes Bartlett, finds Fagan in the corner. Baseline drive, good defense there, swatted away by 23 Miski and picked up by Brothers Varellen into the front court. Ooh, good screen there by Corley the third. I think he, he played football too. Yes, I remember hearing that name, DC3, as our as our buddy Kurt called him. Jumper from the wing, that was 24. Dalton Peters knocks it down for two. Back to a seven-point game. Dalton Peters has been a, a leading scorer for Gladwin a lot. That's his first bucket of the game. They need to find a way to work him into the offense. He's a big guy down low. Gives him a post-scoring presence. King from the corner for three. A little bit long as Gladwin had three guys at half court pressuring the ball. I really don't I don't think they want to see three at half court. King's three was no good. Back into the front court, we've got Peters in the post. Working on Allen to his right side. No good, but he drew the foul. Good post move there. You don't see a lot of great back-to-the-basket post moves in high school basketball anymore, in any basketball anymore, to be honest. No, and that was really, really good by Dalton Peters to go and get himself fouled, get Allen uh, on his back, and just out-physicaled, out-hustled him and got hit on the arm. Absolutely. A a back-to-the-basket post move to his strong hand, and the first free throw on the way is just short. We'll see Calgary Fagan for the the Panthers check in for Bartlett. The Fagan brothers, so you've got on one side you've got the Varellen brothers, on the other side you've got the Fagan brothers, uh, one being a junior, one being a freshman for the Fagans. Second free throw on the way from Peters is good. Makes it 26-20. And now we're within the same within the same decade again. Kaysen Wendell into the front court. Headmans to King. King pressured out there by 12 by excuse me, 12 was Massey. Right wing Fagan. Screen and roll with Wendell. Little spin, dumps it off, knocked out of bounds. Possession will remain with the Panthers. 2.07 left, 26-20. Stan Sterling and Coach Coyne is looking for a timeout, and he will get it. 26-20, Stander Sterling, 2.07 to play in the second on WKJC, your power station for sports. Welcome back live here to Standish Sterling. I'd like to thank a couple of sponsors tonight. Tonight's game is brought to you by Wiltsey Insurance Agency of Standish, Cornerstone Caregiving of Gladwin, Relevant Electronics of Standish, and Eden Fields Assisted Living and Memory Care of Standish. Thank you to all those people for bringing our bringing this game to us tonight. Panthers inbound underneath their basket. Speaking of back, back to the basket post moves, Fagan tries one, knocked out of bounds, and it will come back to Standish Sterling. And great defense there, as I believe that was 10, Meade, covering Fagan. Inbound is Cal Fagan, out to the front court, King. King top of the key, Stanish Sterling will set their offense. Left wing, Preston, excuse me, Preston Allen, I was going to say Preston Kahn. Preston Allen, and they're into that flex offense. Gladwin has seen this from time to time. 
Tried an entry pass, knocked away. Great defense there. Corlew the third. Swing it around the perimeter. Here's Casey Wendell. Scoops and scores! The little fella in among the trees gets the left-handed bucket to go. That'll make it 28-20 in favor of Standish Sterling with a minute 30 to go in the half. What a great move by Wendell. Jumps up, hangs in the air, straight underneath the bucket, works it into his left hand to lay it up and in. And a turnover here by Gladwin, a miscommunication between Massey and Corlew the third. Ball goes out of bounds, but... Kaysen Wendell, uh, he's got eight points uh, already, just all in this quarter, and he's played the entire quarter, and he's earned that playing time. And it's and it's pure energy. You're absolutely right. That one, you know, like I said, the little guy, Kaysen, is not uh, gifted with height. He found a way to get the ball up, as he's got the big fella Massey giving him fits at half court right now. There's King on the left wing. Swings to Cal Fagan. Top of the key left wing now. Kaysen Wendell, right wing is Allen. The big fellow will try a three. Back iron, no good. Rebound goes to Seth Mead. Seth Mead's all over the floor for Gladwin. Under a minute to play in the first half now. See if Gladwin, they're going to try and obviously make a run here. A little dribble crossover, pull-up step back by Mead. He's done that before. That was pretty as he knocks it down for two from about 14 feet. And into the front court goes Wendell, and he's going to draw a foul. Split two Gladwin defenders. And I believe that'll be on Meade, team third. Bit of a bailout because he was out of control. He was going to lose that basketball. Wendell, yes, you're absolutely right. He was a little bit out of control as Ben Varellen checks back in for Gladwin. So King will pull the trigger with 12, 38 seconds left into Cal Fagan, into the front court. Left side, Wendell. Looks to set the offense. Drives past Massey. Top of the key swung around to Carter Fagan. He'll get a ball screen from King, looking for the roll. Inside to to Allen, lost the handle, knocked out. Wendell will try from the free throw line, and it's blocked by Peters. Ten seconds to go here in the half. Wendell drives again amongst the trees. Peters says, nope, you did that to me once. It's not happening again. Peters has two very clean blocks in the same possession. 7.3 to go here in the first half. And Standish Sterling will take a timeout, so we'll take it with him. You're listening to WKJC. Brad Allen, Ryan Fritz here with you. Inbound here for Gladwin underneath that, or excuse me, for Standish underneath. And looking, looking, it's going to be a bounce pass down to Wendell. Wendell, a little mid-range jumper. That'll fall. And with just a couple of seconds left, it's 30-22, to 22, and that will end our first half of play as Standish will take an eight-point lead into the half. So let's now get you to halftime. Brought to you by Northern Power Sports of Mayo. Ready for our second half. The Panthers start with the basketball leading 32-22. Take you through our halftime stats in just a minute. Bartlett into the front court, into the flex offense. Coin tries a three for Standish Sterling. No good. Offensive rebound. Sullivan off the glass. Also no good. Rebound there to Jace Massey. And Gladwin looks to slow the pace. And Standish has built this lead on hustle. Offensive rebounds, taking charges. That's how they've built an eight-point lead. They may not be even as skilled as some of the players on Gladwin. They have certainly out-hustled them. Yeah, and that's something Standish Drilling and Matt Coyne have have prided their program on years past. And that ball tipped out of bounds. And I think we're going to get a correction here as uh, the officials get together. But good opportunity to tell you that tonight's game is brought to you by Classic Lawn Care and Snow Plowing of Sterling, Knuckle Oil of Standish, and the Law Office of Dwayne Hadley here in Standish. Yeah, they flipped this to Gladwin Basketball. They got this right. I think that's the correct call, absolutely. And I appreciate the officials getting together and 
you know, not uh, checking their pride to make sure they get it right. Deep pass into the backcourt, picked up by Donald Corlew III. He's guarded there by Bartlett. Left wing dribbling to the top is Jace Mieske. I like what Gladwin's doing here on offense. A lot of screens. Looks like they're running a little flex action as we speak. Back to Mieske at the top. Over to Meade. Meade will reset the offense in a 1-4 set. Left wing. Massey tries to find it inside. Defense there by the Panthers. Tipped away by Bartlett. And we're going to get a loose ball foul. That'll go on 23, Jaden Mieske. And I believe that's his third. It is. it is. It's the second. Oh, it's the second. Wow, okay. I thought it was his third as well. They must have, That foul at the end of the first half must not have gone on him. Gotcha. Con inbounds to Bartlett. That full court pressure giving Stanis Sterling fits at the moment. Sullivan, Casey Wendell, drops it off. Five guys touch the basketball, and they get a layup at the other end by Cale Coyne. And a fist pump there from Coach Matt Coyne. He loves that as now it's a 10-point lead for the Panthers. 10-point lead, the biggest one so far of the day. Trying to break back into that is 24. Peters all the way to the rim. Nobody stopped ball, and Peters got himself an easy layup. Standish back into the front court. There's Sullivan. Bartlett, Wendell, moving the ball well in the offense, being patient. Wendell earned his start here in the second half. 10 points in that second quarter to lead all scores with 10 or lead all standard scores with 10. Coyne very unselfishly passes up the three-pointer. He did get a hand in his face. Great hustle by Dalton Peters. You could tell Coyne wanted to shoot it. That's what he does best on the basketball court. Peters' two blocks definitely factoring into that. He may have, yeah, he may have had a pretty good view of those two blocks. Here's Wendell. Thought about a three. Drives at the free throw line. Leaves it out for Khan for three. Just out. Offensive rebound. Here we go again. Offensive rebound to Sullivan. Brody Sullivan. Sorry if I called him Braden. I've got that that, uh, big brother, little brother thing going again tonight. That's what happens when you get to know too many of these kids. Nice backdoor cut there by Khan and a pass by Bartlett. Found him for the layup. Makes it 34-24. Again, a 10-point lead. Two and a half minutes into the third quarter. Into the front court comes DC3, tipped away by the Panthers. Recovered by Meade, back to Corlew. Corlew off the glass, no good. Rebound, tipped around. Corlew somehow found it, blocked by Coyne. And third try, we're going to get a foul on the Panthers, but we were just talking about Stanis Sterling offensive rebounding. Here's Gladwin getting three chances in one possession. And Gladwin's got to do it. They've got to get more active down low. There's no reason that uh, Jace Massey and Dalton Peters shouldn't be ripping down rebounds. They're the two biggest guys on the floor and both really good athletes. The fact that Corlew is in there getting two offensive rebounds is a problem. Well, and that's that's hustle. I mean, it really is. And and you're right. Massey and, and Peters are both the tallest and probably the widest shouldered guys on the floor. They should be by size alone, dominating the boards. Unfortunately, Corlew misses both. Into the front court is Sullivan on a quick pass. Lays it up. No good. Rebound to Meade. So a couple easy ones missed on both ends here by both teams. Starts second half. Still sitting at 34-24. Crossing the five-minute mark already. This quarter's going rather quick. Ooh, dangerous pass. And Coyne's going to get a foul as he did not have position on Peters. Went after the ball and ran into his body. And right on cue, three minutes into the half, here comes number 32 for Standish Sterling, Caleb Emmons. Well, they saw the offensive rebounds happen on the other side as uh, number 14, Cale Coyne, will check out. Uh, Emmons going to come in after the uh, Donald Corlew offensive rebounds. 
Coach Coyne knows where to go to get rid of that. And listen, it's a huge facet of the game. We talked pregame as, as a three-point try here by Peters. Back iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Corlew steps through and lays it in. Corlew for two. We talked how we thought we'd have a close game and little things would make a difference. Quick into the front court is Case and Wendell. He finds Emmons, right wing Bartlett. Bartlett pull up, jump stop after one dribble. Nice shot there by Bartlett. He knocks it down. A fantastic head fade by Brock Bartlett. That's what opened up that jumper. Got a head fake on Peters, took one step to the right and put it up for a nice easy two. Yeah, got his defender in the air, created a little space, and he can shoot it. I would not want to play pig against a kid like that. Or I'd probably have to play horse because I'd be out really quick if we were playing pig. (laughs) Ball knocked out of bounds by the Panthers. They lead 36-26. 4.08 to play here in our third quarter. Depending on where they have them throw it in, this could be a tough angle. Nope, they're going to give them a little bit of space here, Mr. Official. Says, come on down to the end of the bench there, Jaden Mieske. Inbounds to Meade in the backcourt. They will set their offense. Case and Wendell hounding him. Dribble handoff with Massey. Massey kicks to 23 Mieske. Stops at the elbow. Peters thought about a three and said, steps inside, and we're going to get our first travel call of the night after you and I have looked at each other a couple times and said, hey, that was a travel. Hey, that was a travel. They and that get, one was the and, biggest question mark. Yeah, that one, was, that one was iffy. I don't know if he slid his pivot foot. Or it had he, been that back foot. Did that back foot slide a little? That's what the official must have saw. And we need that, uh, we need that instant replay that, unfortunately, we at Stanley Sterling don't have. We don't have those opportunities. Wendell into the lane, leaves for Bartlett. Little dribble handoff there. Back to the top. Stanis Sterling will reset. Wendell drives baseline. Cut off there. Good defense by 23 Mieske. Kahn into the lane. Gets knocked down. No call. Sullivan to the basket. He gets fouled. He will go to the line. It does feel like this game is at a spot here where Gladwin still has time, obviously, to work their way back in. But you feel like Standish is one big play from maybe getting the center. The energy in this gym is not what you're used to in Standish. We're about the two loudest people in here right now. And... uh, you feel like they're one play from getting the energy back up as Sullivan knocks home the first free throw. Yeah, Sullivan the first free throw. And you're right. There, I mean, it's a Tuesday night. There's not a ton of people in the gym. There's probably 25 kids over in the student section. And it's just not the intensity level. But at the same time, you're right. Santa Sterling's trying to make liars out of us, promising a close game as the second free throw for Sullivan goes. And Santa Sterling will stay up in a full-court man-to-man pressure. Inbound to Meade. Meade will let everybody clear out while he's guarded by Bartlett. Here comes the double team from King, who just checked into the game. It's the best way to handle full-court man-to-man is to not move when you catch the basketball. Let your teammates run away from you because that's what's going to lead you getting trapped. Nice left-hand runner there by Brody Varellen. And you're absolutely right. Get the get the defense to go away. Play one-on-one basketball. Trust your skills. So Varellen gets to us back to a 10-point game. Nice pass inside from Khan. Good patience there by Emmons. He had fakes, gets his man to fly by, and gets the layup to go. And Emmons just tried to steal a crossover there from 24 Peters, and I think he got hit in the face. Yeah, he's going to pick up a foul, so he gets both insult and injury because foul's going to go on him for reaching in while he also caught... Uh, I don't know what hit him in the face, but uh, some part of Dalton Peters. Dalton Peters is is not uh, a slight of build young man either. That had to hurt just a little bit. Into the front court we go. Here's Ben Varellen. Leaves it. Oh, nice layup there is Massey. Massey just about dunked it. He could have dunked it. He just dropped it over the front of the rim and let it go down. Into the front court. Panthers lose it. Loose ball on the floor. Still being kicked around. Somebody's got to grab it. And, and, And... and the rule is, you're absolutely right, the rule is any loose ball, you grab it with two hands. Even if it takes an extra half second, grab it with two hands. 
A foul was uh, picked up there by the Panthers. That's going to be Kings first. And is that really the team fourth already? We'll be shooting free throws next. It doesn't seem like there have been four fouls. Yeah, I don't remember those, but that's what's on the board. Absolutely. And I trust the guy on the board. The, the guy on the board is a very, very good guy on the board. Ben Varellen drives to the right, leaves for Brody Varellen. Back iron on the three, no good. Rebound to Stanley Sterling. Into the front court, Con to King. King leaves for Bartlett. Nice extra pass. Layup for Sullivan, and it's good. And a nice pass by Brock Bartlett, a very unselfish play. He could have taken a six-footer. He could have. You just saw three passes all within four feet of the rim. And it got all us, of them. And it got them a layup and an and one for Sullivan. Very unselfish play by the Panthers. As we're going to get a timeout here from Gladwin, Coach Varellen wants a timeout, so we'll take it with him on your power station for sports, 104.7 WKJC. I'm Ryan Fritz. Next to me is Brad Allen as Brody Sullivan goes to the line to try to give the Panthers a 13-point lead, and he knocks it down. 43-30, 2-13 to go here, and Gladwin's in peril as they almost lost the ball there. Into the front court is Massey. Massey drives, spins to his left, and an athletic layup there by the big fella Massey. Offense has to roll through Jace Massey. He's been the best player for Gladwin on the floor. He can work inside when the outside shot's not working. Yes, and they get him the ball going to the basket, and there's a steal by Peters. Peters will go to the front court. He had Massey, didn't give it up. As my partner over here, Brad Allen, is pointing, hey, you've got a guy right there wide open. And it ends up being a foul on the Flying G's. Any basketball coach who's uh, listening, classic center dribbling down the floor. Yep. Not looking at a thing, dribbling straight down. He's got Jace Massey wide open to his left for an easy layup. He's dribbling head down and tries to fight for an e- for a layup through a body and ends up not working, then a foul called on Gladwin. Yeah, when you work those two-on-ones, and usually the point guard has the ball and the center's filling the lane, that was kind of the opposite case there. Stanley Sterling breaks Gladwin's press, at least for the moment, as Marshall King gets a push from behind by Brody Varellen, who's picked up two fouls in the last 12 seconds. That should be the fifth on Gladwin, so that'll send Standish to the line to shoot two. King, a good free-throw shooter for Stanley Sterling. As I want to take a special mention here, tonight's game is brought to you by Colvin's Heating and Cooling of Northeast Michigan, Keeley's Business and Tax Service of Prescott, and Surveying Solutions, Inc. of Standish, those guys at SSI. I jinxed him. You did. I did. I, I, I yeah. put the I put the announcer jinx on Marshall King, who missed the first free throw. Second one on the way from Mar. Front iron, no good. Bounces off, and Peters with the rebound. So Standish Sterling, nothing on that posi- possession with an 11-point lead. 43-32, a minute 25 to go here in the third quarter. To the basket, and there you go. There's Massey. Just easy. That's what you got to get. Massey going to the rim off a little dribble handoff. He had to take one dribble, and just bigger and stronger than anybody else at the rim lays it up and in. 12 points for Massey. Khan tries a three. Halfway down and out. Offensive rebound by Bartlett. All about hustle for the Panthers. They've only made a couple of outside shots, but they've offensive rebounded so well tonight. Absolutely. Go to the rim, find the ball, create easy buckets for yourself. The easiest shot you're going to get coming off off an offensive rebound. Back iron for Peters, no good. Rebounded by King. Khan pressured in the front court by both of the Varellans. 
to King. We've got to be close to a 10-second call here. King tries to get it across. Stolen by Massey. Headman's to Ben Varellen with his left. Fouled, and he got it. What great defense by the Flying G's. They put a bunch of ball pressure on, able to get Jace Massey, tips away a pass, fires it up to uh, to Varellen, who is grabbed by his right arm, able to lay it up with his left, just threw it up softly off the glass, and a chance to cut the lead down to eight and make this interesting again with 30 seconds to go here in our third quarter. And something I said earlier, you're not a sophomore anymore, and that was definitely not a sophomore play by Ben Varellen as he knocks down the free throw. Gladwin backs off the pressure to half court. Looks like a little half-court 1-2-2 as they're taking away the middle. Bartlett through the SSC. Finds Kahn. Finds Fagan. Fagan to Preston Allen. Checked into the ballgame. There's a drive by Bartlett, and he gets fouled. It was iffy. It was maybe a travel, maybe a foul, maybe a shooting foul. Yep. A whistle should have happened there. I'm just not going to call a foul before the travel, which is fine. Yep. What, what whistle it was going to be depends on... What the official thought. That's one of those ones yep. that comes down to discretion. I'd have been fine with either one that they called. First free throw by Bartlett. Front iron, no good. 18.8 here to go. An eight-point lead. That's a lot of eights for the Panthers. little alliteration there. Second one on the way. Good. Make it a nine-point lead. 46-37 with 15 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Into the front court comes Ben Varellen. He's going to leave it for Massey in a dribble handoff. They've got a set play, a high ball screen here from Lechner. Drives to the lane, scoops, lays it up athletically. That was a heck of a play by Meade, and that will end our third quarter with the Standard Sterling Panthers leading 46-39. And we'll be back in 60 on your power station for sports. Start our fourth quarter of play. Gladwin, who got the last points of the third, they will uh, take possession of the basketball here to start the fourth. They trail 46 39. Donald Corlew, the third, hands off Jaden Miskey. Jaden Miskey up top. Benton Varell in a straight on three. Knock it down, and we're back to a four point game. Big shot there by Varell, and that's exactly what they were looking at with that little dribble handoff offense. Creates a natural screen. And the right guy took the right shot. Varellen hit the three. Emmons thought about a three in the right corner for the Panthers. Now up top, Wendell. Wendell, left side, Bartlett, left wing three. Knock it down. Matched. Matched, says Bartlett. Eight points in the half for Brock Bartlett, 14 in the game. Up top is uh, Donald Corlew, the third. And that's a junior playing like a senior. We talked about that in pregame, too. Miski basketball up top. 49-42, 49-42, Standish Sterling. Corlew handoff. To the left wing. Varel in a three. No good. Still don't Rebound. get to say it. Rebound out to Miski. Miski goes down low. Lechner. Lechner, a little turn and fade. High off the window. No good. Rebound pulled down by the Panthers and Brody Sullivan. I'm just waiting to say Varellen from Varellen, and I haven't been able to say it yet tonight. Case and Wendell into the lane for the Panthers. He'll kick it out to Khan. Khan out to Sullivan. Left side now Bartlett. Bartlett will try another three. That one's short. Heat check. Not really in the rhythm of the offense. Very unstandish Sterling-like. And now Ben Varellen will bring it across. Go up top to Donald Corlew the third. Hand off down low, Lechner, back up top, Varellen, another three, good again. Varellen for three. 49-45. 
One of the best threes you can take. An inside out three. The ball was entered to the post. The double team came. They kicked it back out. And Varellen knocks down a second three of the quarter in just two minutes. So Gladwin started with a bench group in. Ben Varellen will check out after hitting the two threes. Massey, Peters, and Mead, their three probably best players, all back into the contest. Now only trailing by four. Great job by Coach Varellen to get the bench in and cut the lead. Inside Wendell. Wendell to, to Emmons. Emmons up through the defense. No good. And rebound tipped around and knocked out of bounds off of Peters. Boy, you can feel that that momentum needle starting to swing in the other direction. It's still a four-point standard sterling lead. This this will check your medal right here, though, if, if you're a Panther. Sullivan will inbound for Standish Sterling. Underneath, nothing there, looking. Just fires it to the backcourt where it is grabbed by Brock Bartlett. Bartlett will bring it across the half-court line, and the Panthers will start their offense. Left side, Brody Sullivan. Back up top now, Wendell. Wendell, those 10 points in the second quarter, hasn't scored outside of that. Left side now, Kahn. Back up top, Emmons. Emmons thought about a three. Not really a shooter. Goes to Bartlett at the free throw line. Kick out Con Short corner. Mid-range jumper. No good. Rebound controlled by Gladwin. Donald Corlew the third gets it. Quickly up the floor to Massey. Massey into the lane. Barrels over Emmons but lost the basketball. Going away by the Panthers. Into Wendell. Wendell to Sullivan. Sullivan. A little left hook. No good. Rebound by Emmons. Emmons goes up and he is fouled. And they will say on the floor before the shot. Yeah, good hustle there by Stanis Sterling. One to get back on defense and create that turnover. And two to get down there and and find that offensive rebound. As quickly Ben Varellen checks back into the game. He had to look at coach Mike Varellen. I'm going to guess relative. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Just just guessing. And yeah. say, hey, wait. I, I hit two, two threes in the, in the first minute. Like, hey, I need back in the game, absolutely. Wide Just... open right wing three, con short. Offense, or excuse me, rebound pulled down by Jace Massey of Gladwin, and here come the G's, trailing only by four. Boy, Khan just missed that one. His shot's just been a little bit off tonight. He's had some really good looks, hasn't gotten one to go yet. Peters at the elbow, out to Meade. Meade, a couple of jab steps, works to the lane, kick out, and again, they wanted Varellen for a three, but not their good defense, Bartlett. Meade drives down the lane, kick to Massey, Massey up at the window, can't get it to go. And rebound save. No, Massey stepped out of bounds before he could save it. And here come the Gladwin, uh, excuse me, here come the Standard Sterling Panthers going the other way. There's about two feet of brick wall over there that isn't padded, and Massey found it, and I'm pretty sure I heard the wall say ouch. <laughs> Panthers trying to break this 1-2-2 half-court trap from Gladwin, and they do, but then Sullivan throws it away, and it is... Going to be Gladwin basketball, and Standish Sterling has not had a good start in this quarter. Albeit it's only a 6-3 to three quarter, it does feel like Gladwin on the verge of taking big-time control. Yeah, and this uh, half-court trap has caused Standish Sterling fits. They've backed it off from full court to half-court. Had a little full-court run and jump. Now they're in half-court man or half-court 1-2-2. Uh, two, two. Peters inside, works on Sullivan too hard off the window. Rebound pulled down by Emmons and Standish Sterling. Emmons looking for somewhere to go with it. Gets it to Bartlett, who gets across half court. Left side, Wendell. Wendell, Eurostep. Sullivan in there, blocked by Peters. That's at least his third, maybe his fourth block of the night. But a turnover by Gladwin. Wendell, hand off to Emmons, who can easily lay it off the window. Good pressure there defensively by Kaysen Wendell, Caleb Emmons, and Brody Sullivan all 
pressuring that outlet pass. 51-45, to 45, Standish with a six-point lead. Massey, basketball up top, drives on Emmons and just shoves him right out of the way. And that's going to be an offensive foul on Jace Massey. Yeah, and again, Emmons wasn't acting. He just got shoved out of the way, plain and simple. And uh, he took it for the Panthers, but it wasn't a great positioning play. It was just Massey coming through the lane, lowering his shoulder and forearm. Here's that 1-2-2 half-quarter, 1-2-1-1, three-quarter court trap. And Emmons was on the line when he went to, he jumped up in the air. He jumped from on the line as there was a pass down court. Emmons out of bounds. It's a turnover for the Panthers. I think he wanted one of those yellow bucket hats that the student section is wearing. I think that's <laughs> I think that's what Emmons was doing that close to the sideline. Barellin drives down the lane, scoop shot, got the roll. Back to a four-point game. Ben Barellin, eight points in the quarter. All eight for Gladwin in the quarter. It's 51-47 Standish. Khan has it left wing, goes to the corner. Bartlett, pump fake a three, drives in, kick out to Brody Sullivan. Sullivan still has his dribble, but we'll get it up top to Khan. Left side now, Bartlett. They've stayed on this left wing. No ball reversal. There's finally one to the right side. Back to Wendell on the left side. He'll drive to the free throw line. Kick to the corner, Bartlett. He'll drive down the baseline. Off the window is good. Boy, Bartlett looked like he got fouled there as well. Drove to the basket with strength and laid it off the high glass. Back to a six-point game, 53-47. Straight on three, Corlew. Too long. And rebound pulled down by the Panthers, Brock Bartlett. Little miscommunication there on defense between Bartlett and Kahn, and that left Corlew wide open. Fortunately for the Panthers, he did not hit it. Emmons left wing for the Panthers. Handoff off the foot of Wendell, but he's able to chase it down. 2 13 to play, 53 47, Standish Sterling. Gladwin with only two team fouls. They may have to pick up the pressure a little bit here to follow, to start fouling Standish Sterling if the situation calls for it. It's a six point game as we speak. We'll see how long Coach Massey wants to wait. Wendell has the basketball up top. Left side now to Con and Standish has just gone into a stall here. Yeah. And a timeout here for Standish Sterling. We'll keep it right here. 53-47 as the uh, Panthers have the lead right now over the Gladwin Flying G's. A couple more sponsors here to thank. Tonight's game is brought to you by Vantage Plastics of Standish. Daniel's Septic Service of Sterling, Sullivan Exteriors of West Branch, Joe Sweeney at Dean Arbor, Chevrolet in East Tawas, North Central Area Credit Union of Standish, the Flying Pig Venue just down the road here in Standish, and Mary's Country Corner also in Standish. Thank you again to those sponsors for bringing us out here tonight. 53-47 here at the timeout. Uh, Standish over the top of Gladwin. And I'd say this six points has been hustle points. You can find six hustle points right now that Gladwin didn't get and Standish has gotten well, so far. And, and Standish Sterling has been in some really close games. So those last couple games that we talked about pregame, hustle points have made a difference. Tonight, it's been advantage Standish Sterling as far as the hustle points go. And you're right. Loose balls, offensive rebounds, second chances, things like that have all gone in favor of the Panthers recently. And right now for Standish, they are in total control, obviously, with, a, as you mentioned, it's a big time. Right now, if you're Coach Varelin, you got to be thinking, we got to get a, get aggressive on steals. If it's a foul, it's okay. Yeah, you're at a minute 48 down by six. I'd say a minute 30, and you either ball or foul because you've got two more to give before you get to that, that five, two shots. Now, no more one and one, remember. I'm sure you covered that earlier in the year. 
Um, but no more one and one. The dangerous thing here for Santa Sterling is they've got to find a way to inbound it. They do get it inbound to Brock Bartlett. Bartlett just drives to the rim. Bounce pass down low, and Coyne was on the line, and it's a turnover. That's the last thing you want for the Panthers there. They didn't really even need to shoot in that possession, and they got a little too deep. And uh, I think that was, was it Coyne or Khan? Khan, I'm sorry. It was Khan, yes. One of the two of them stepped out of bounds. Full court man-to-man here by Stander Sterling, inbound to Gladwin. Do they go for threes or quick twos? Good possession, whatever the best shot you get early in the quote-unquote shot shot clock. We're not in that area yet. Inbound to Peters. Peters at the block, kick out, Meade, corner three. Knock it down, it's a three-point game. I love it, inside out three. Inside out three, throw it to your post. When the double team comes, find the open man. The right guy was open, he knocked it down. It's a three-point game, and we're at a minute ten to go. Wendell on the right side, gets it to Emmons in the corner, back to Wendell right wing. 105 to play, and Gladwin will give a foul. And right now, you'd be telling anybody but Jace Massey to foul. Massey was up there. Who'd they give that to? Because that could be huge. It'd be his fourth. No, it's the third on Meade. Third on Meade. So, again, you might want to even sub one defender as as Coach is going to take a timeout and talk about it. But you're absolutely right. You don't want your best players picking up their fourth and fifth foul in this situation. No, if you're going to just try and foul, this is not the the time to have Jace Massey or Seth Meade. they still have a couple of timeouts left, according to the board. And so that means they can do a little offense-defense switch if they want to. Absolutely. They get the ball back, call a timeout uh, with a big-time situation here. But this is a time where maybe that uh, you would think about putting somebody. I mean, Ben Varellen can foul. He'd be fine. Uh, I don't remember. Corlew third. he could Corlew be out has there. one, I believe. Yeah. yeah, but he's not. I mean, Miski has three. You don't want to put him out there, but he hasn't played a lot in this second half. They don't make any changes, I don't think. So they're going to have the same group out there. Peters only has a couple of fouls, but pretty much I'd say anybody but Massey or or Meade Absolutely. can go ahead and foul. But it can't be 10 or 12 who goes out there and reaches. And and you've got, like like we said, you've got one more to give still before you put Stanish in the bonus, the two-shot bonus here with a minute three left. So make him inbound the ball, defend, make life difficult, and then find somebody other than those two guys to commit the foul. Sullivan to Massey, or excuse me, uh, to uh, Wendell. Wendell works it to Khan. Khan to Sullivan, and now Standish will enter the stall. You know, they're just waiting to get fouled. They probably won't take a shot here. Right side, Bartlett into Emmons. Emmons spins at the lane, lays it up and in. You'll take a, you'll take a wide open layup. You will take a wide open layup. You're up five. 40, 40 seconds left. 40 on the clock, and Standish Sterling now has some fouls to give if they want to use them. I would not. If you're only up one score, maybe, but you're up two scores. Varellen for three. Rimmed out. Rebound by Wendell. That was halfway down and popped out. Sullivan will be fouled by Meade. That's his fourth. And you have to now. Yeah, 25 that's fine. left. Yeah. You, you have no choice. Whoever's there has to foul. Unfortunately, they got to give one more. Varellen there got an open look. You'd like him to shoot it right off the catch. He took the one side dribble. Uh, he did which, think about it. Yep. I mean, it did go in. Yeah, don't think about it. Just put that one up. It would have been slightly more contested. Still would have been open. Inbound to Bartlett. Bartlett handoff Sullivan. You can tell who they want to shoot these free throws as the foul here will go on Corlew with 23 and a half left. 55 to 50. Standard Sterling and going to the line to shoot two is... Uh, Sullivan. Should be Sullivan, yep. He was the one five was the inbounder. They got it back to him. A strategic move there by Coach Coyne and Stan Sterling having your inbounder throw the ball in. Usually they trap the first one, and if they don't get it, they're going to foul the second one. The second one came right back to the inbounder, Sullivan, who is the guy Stan Sterling wants at the line. He will get two, so he can make it a three-possession game. 
First one is up and good. And so it is a six-point game, so two threes can only tie the game right now. 56-50, to 50, 23 and a half left. This one is big. Either way, Gladwin score quickly and get a timeout. First, second one Rimmed on the way. Oh, good. Here comes Meade and the G's. They need a three. Pull up. Right side, Varelin works around a screen. Massey, straight on three. No. Rebound to Brody Sullivan with 10 seconds left. And now, oh, almost a turnover. Instead, Varelin got hooked around Bartlett. And it will be two free throws for Brock Bartlett at the other end with only eight seconds left. And Standish is one free throw away from putting this one away. Yeah, and if, if Varelin would have had a little bit more of a chance to see that one go through Bartlett's hands, Bartlett, I think, got ahead of himself because he had a man streaking down the court on a post pattern wide open, but he had to catch it first. And fortunately for Bartlett, unfortunately for Varelin, Varelin was already there ready to foul. And so Bartlett... One free throw will definitely ice it, and there it is. So the Panthers will walk away with a victory. But it seemed like, hey, we, it got to 12 points in the third quarter. We, we got it back to a close game, we promised people. I think it was down to three, wasn't it? I think it was one possession. Standish Drilling had the ball. Yes. Bartlett's second free throw good, 58-50 with 8.3 left. And the Panthers will just back off. And Bartlett actually, I said they're going to back off, and that's not at all what happened. Bartlett came up. Gladwin rolled the basketball in. Bartlett just came in, dove at the basketball, and got fouled. He actually got a steal that's going to send him to the line to shoot two more. Yeah, and, and I love the hustle by Bartlett. He uh, he paid for it, though, cause, yeah. because picking up his fifth foul was Meade, and uh, Meade fell right on top of him, right on top of the basketball. So Standish will get couple more free throws to possibly put this game uh, to 10. And a fitting way for this one to end, well, almost end, there's 5.4 left, but a fitting way for this one to end is a hustle play by the Panthers as the first Bartlett free throw goes, make it 59-50 to 50 in favor of the Panthers with 5.4 left. So then I'm sure they will back off after this as uh, Standish will pick up their 12th win. Bartlett makes them both. It's 60-50. to 50. They're going to win the game by 10. Unless this half-court shot by... Uh, Rellin goes in, it rimmed out. It almost did. But that is our final horn. The Standard Sterling Panthers 60, the Gladwin Flying G's 50.